Hello, and welcome to the Runners Connect audio blog. This is Coach Claire Bartholik, and today I am reading an article written by Coach Jeff Gaudet called, How Fast Should Your Easy Runs Be? A common question, and one of the more difficult concepts of training to comprehend is, how do easy runs help me race faster? If you want to run a marathon at nine minutes per mile, how does running five to eight miles slow or even your entire long run at 1030 pace help you? Wouldn't running all your miles as close to nine minute pace as possible make more sense? You would think, but no. Logically, it would make sense that pushing your easy run pace as close to race pace as possible would help you get fitter, quicker, and ultimately run faster. After all, the harder you work, the better you get, right? Yet, most good coaches will tell you to run slow on your easy days, and your easy running cadence should be the same as your other runs. We found that running 80% easy will make most runners 23% faster which you can read more about if you need the research. Now, at Runners Connect, almost all our new team members ask at some point, why are my easy days so slow? Or how am I supposed to run fast if I'm running easy all the time? The answer to these questions lies in what coaches call the aerobic system. The aerobic system, and thus aerobic development, is the one true secret to training, and it's the key to unlocking your potential. In this article, we're going to examine why the aerobic system is so important, what the aerobic system is, and how to target it in training. Why do I need to run easy? The first step to understanding just how important the aerobic system is to distance running is to identify the percentage of energy contribution the aerobic system provides for races 5K and longer. Even for a short event like the mile, over 80% of the energy required to run the race is produced via the aerobic metabolism. The marathon is 97.5% aerobic, the 10K, 90% aerobic, the 5K, 84% aerobic. Looking at the research and the scientific data, we now know that the aerobic system is extremely important to distance running. But what is the aerobic system and how does developing it help you run faster if you're always running so slow all the time? What is the aerobic system? First, we need to understand exactly what the aerobic system is and how it relates to easy running. At the heart of aerobic training is the scientific fact that to exercise, your body needs to break down sugar and convert it into glycogen so it can be used as energy or fuel. In the presence of adequate oxygen, the body utilizes the aerobic system, also known as aerobic glycolysis, to power continuous running. In the aerobic system, energy, ATP, is produced through pyruvic acid and lipid protein fragments entering the Krebs cycle and the electron transport cycle. During aerobic respiration, you breathe in, The body efficiently uses all the oxygen it needs to power the muscles, and then you exhale. When you are running aerobically or running easy, your muscles have enough oxygen to produce all the energy they need to perform. What's the bottom line? 
Improving your capacity to transport and efficiently utilize available oxygen to produce energy will help you race faster. Why? This makes up 85 to 99% of the energy needed to race. As running easy is aerobic development, there's no better way to train the aerobic system. Now that we understand what aerobic running is, we can examine the specific physiological adaptations that occur when you develop the aerobic system. Capillary development. Capillaries are the smallest of the body's blood vessels, and they help deliver oxygen and nutrients to the muscle tissues while shuttling waste products out. The greater the number of capillaries you have surrounding each muscle fiber, the faster you can transport oxygen and carbohydrates into your muscles. Aerobic training, easy running, increases the number of capillaries per muscle fiber. How does this help me run faster? This improves how efficiently you can deliver oxygen and fuel to your working muscles and how quickly they can clear waste products. Increase myoglobin content of muscle fibers. Myoglobin is a special protein in your muscles that binds the oxygen that enters the muscle fiber. When oxygen becomes limited during exercise, myoglobin releases the oxygen to the mitochondria to produce more energy. How does this help me race faster? The more myoglobin you have in your muscle fibers, the more oxygen you can sequester to the muscle under aerobic duress, like during a race. Aerobic training increases the myoglobin content of your muscle fibers. Mitochondria development. Mitochondria are microscopic organelle found in your muscle cells that contribute to the production of ATP or energy. In the presence of oxygen, mitochondria break down carbohydrate, fat, and protein into usable energy. The more mitochondria you have and the greater their density, the more energy you can generate during exercise, which will enable you to run faster and longer. Aerobic training increases both the number and the size of the mitochondria in your muscle fibers. There are a few other physiological benefits to aerobic training, but that discussion gets a little too scientific and is likely only interesting to biology majors. How does this help me race faster? Aerobic development is the single most important factor to long-term development. Sure, track workouts, VO2 max sessions, and tempo runs will increase your fitness and are still important to racing faster. However, nothing will consistently help you improve continuously, like developing the aerobic system. Now, the million-dollar question. Won't running faster and pushing harder on your runs develop the aerobic system more rapidly? Nope. Not only will running faster result in diminished aerobic development, it increases the chances of injury and overtraining. Double whammy. This is the single biggest mistake runners of all experience levels make in their training. Since I firmly believe that understanding the why of training is critical to executing workouts and training correctly, and I don't expect you to take my word for it. Let's look why. What is the best easy run pace for me? Scientific research has been able to identify exactly how the aerobic system responds and adapts to certain training paces. 
physiologically, we know capillary development appears to peak between 60 and 75% of 5K pace. Research has shown that maximum stimulation of myoglobin in type 1 muscle fiber occurs at 63 to 77% of VO2 max. What does that mean? 63 to 77% of VO2 max is about 55 to 75% of 5K pace. A little easier to figure out, right? Two researchers, Holsey and Dudley, published some of the defining research on optimal distance and pace for mitochondrial development. Holsey found maximum mitochondrial development when running at 50 to 75% of VO2 max. Likewise, Dudley found that the best strategy for slow twitch mitochondria enhancement was running for 90 minutes per outing at 70 to 75% of VO2 max. What's the bottom line? Your optimal easy run pace for aerobic development is between 55 and 75% of your 5K race pace, with the average pace being about at 65%. Running faster then 75% of your 5K pace on your long run doesn't provide a lot of additional physiological benefit. In fact, research indicates that it would be just as advantageous to run slower as it would be to run faster. Even though 50 to 55% of 5K pace will seem too easy, the research clearly demonstrates that it still provides near-optimal physiological aerobic adaptation. Why can't I not run faster on my easy days if I feel good? Okay, so we can clearly see from research that running faster isn't going to develop your aerobic system more rapidly. But what's the harm in running faster on those days that you feel good? Why do coaches always harp on you to slow down? Here's the deal. The faster you run on your easy days, the more stress you place on the muscles, tendons, ligaments, and bones. For example, you may be able to head out the door and hammer out an easy day and feel fine with your breathing, but your hips might not be strong enough yet to handle the pace or the consecutive days of faster running, and as a result, your IT band becomes inflamed. It gets worse. In addition to aerobic development, easy days can function as active recovery from your hard workouts, but not if you run them too fast. After a hard workout, your muscles will have micro tears from the forceful contractions which happen at fast speeds. These micro tears cause muscle soreness and make training the day after a hard workout difficult. The body heals these small micro tears through the circulatory system, which delivers oxygen and nutrients to the muscles that need repair. Easy running delivers oxygen and nutrients directly to the muscles used during running. When running easy enough, the stress and micro tears that result from running are virtually non-existent, so the recovery outweighs the slight muscle damage. Why do we struggle to run easy? The reason these two realities are so difficult to understand is that they don't occur instantaneously. You don't run slightly too fast one day and then immediately get hurt the stress and fatigue compounds, so it's difficult to attribute it to one run. But you know what to do to make sure you do find the right pace for your easy run to allow for recovery and prevent you from being on the verge of overtraining or injury. 
And if you don't, we have the calculator at runnersconnect.net to do it for you. Today's Runners Connect audio blog was written by Coach Jeff Gaudette, and it was called, How Fast Should Your Easy Runs Be? 